Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know what job you shouldn't try and if this if all fails here, you know what job you shouldn't go and try and do? A career path you shouldn't take? A bartender? Stunt woman. Oh, we're going down that path. <laughs> I thought I was very good. I thought you were most improved on the day. But from the starting point, tough watch. Was it the roly-poly? Tough watch. <laughs> it was honestly, though, my favourite, probably one of my favourite days ever. It was unreal. Shout out to Amazon for having us there, bloody... For their bloody, because they've got Crime Jack Reacher, they got J- John Wick 4, they got Jack Ryan, and then bloody, so that we've basically had to emulate a scene in Reacher where he drills these motherfuckers in, a, in, the, bath, in, the, in the prison bathroom. Mm. So they've basically got us to choreograph the fight with all these real stunt people. Who were amazing. Who were red Phenomenal. Hot. And Ray, Ray the coach, the like, stunt man. Mate. It was just unreal. And so we had to do that. He's like, just to warm you guys up a little bit, he's like, he put some boxes down on the ground. He's like, basically, you'll do a front roll here. You'll jump over the box. You'll put your leg on the other one, hop over it. You'll do a uh, roll over these double boxes, off that into another roll, and then like a parkour jump over the thing. Should take 10 to 15 seconds. Lulu, you go first. Minute and a half later. <laughs> Mum is still rolling. When, when I was rolling across the box, you said I literally took like 35 seconds. It was the longest thing. It's I thought that um, either like someone had spiked me with acid and time had slowed down or that I was it, someone had literally put you in slow-mo. Slow-mo. It, it felt fast to me. It, it wasn't. Yeah. It was very slow. But it was so fun though, and I got to go in this um, wired machine, and I got to do a backflip, which the first one didn't go as planned. The first one was honestly, I love you, but it was the it was one of the most pathetic displays of attempted athleticism that I've ever seen in any scenario ever. They're like basically you got to go down, bend your legs, jump back. You literally stood there. Pushed the balls of your feet up off the ground a little bit. Did like a little salmon flip like this. <laughs> it was a little wriggle. It looked like you had. We were having like a bit of a fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the bedwetters were screenshotting my face because I like fall backwards and I'm like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But second go, I did a flip. No, no, you did. No, you got halfway second go. Third time, you got your yeah. flip. By the end of it, I was bloody John Reacher, Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher. <laughs> Sorry. 
my yard, don't fuck with me. She just, I just had to keep saying like, Lou, it's fine. You will be fine. Because she kept going, will these wires hold me? And then he'd have to be like, yeah, that you'll be sweet. I'm like, Lou, they're fucking, they do this shit all the time. Of course they're going to hold Ray, you. Ray and goes to me, would they, they hold cars. Yeah, he goes, yeah, these these can hold up to two tonnes. He goes, each each of these wires hold up to like 500 kilograms each. And you go, yeah, but the clips. And he goes, yeah, the clips are made of fucking pure steel. You You are fine. Uh, I was like, well, if she was eight, mate, you wouldn't be so fucking confident. Let me give you the hot tip. But this version, oh. absolutely okay. Yeah, it was just mad getting. I love getting into it and like, like getting like. You, Josh, you were very good. Oh, stop! No, like seriously. Even when we were off camera, people were being like, "Fuck, he could actually be like a stunt guy." Like <laughs> your whole because we had to do the scene. So Jarch went first, and we'd learnt the choreography. And Jarch learned his whole scene, and then he was, you know, doing the fight. And his was probably done in like thirty seconds because he just knew it completely off by heart. Mine was like seven different goes. <laughs> And like slow mo almost, and Jarch was just like, boop, boop, like as if you were in like an actual fight. <laughs> it was fucking it was fun. phenomenal. I, lo- I loved it. My favorite part was also when you were like, come on, just do the flip, you'll be fine. And I did it once, and then I was like, again, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she was like a little kid. She's like, I want to be on the wall. I want to be on more wires. Yeah, Ray was like, no, you're done. You're off now onto the next move. And yeah. I was like, just one more, one yeah. more flip, Ray. Yeah. Straight away. But fuck it, like. It was just this wild experience mm. where, I don't know, I've never done anything like that in my life. It was life. so cool. And we've got another challenge coming up. Yeah, which I actually cannot wait for. You're shitting bricks. I'm shitting, shitting myself. Shitting I'll, bricks. I'll honestly probably piss my pants. I we, fucking hope so. I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about it? Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing um, hot laps in like a room. Not like a Lulu hot lap I'm in Rose doing, Bay, walking no. on Instagram, talking to her friends. Like in a fast car and they're going 200 k's. I checked the weather, Judge. It's raining. Good. No, that means we could slip. Yeah. I, honestly, I'll have to get them to go 100. I'm happy to go out in a blaze of glory. No. Yeah. Think about it and then think about it. You, you, you got the podcast to yourself. I wouldn't want that. I'll stop fucking crying over here if you're talking. Sweet Prince of Volcluse. <laughs> no, I no Lulu's actually. I'm actually scared. Because like, I've been doing the typical thing, which is being a little uh, insensitive and being like, oh, you're fucking thickening your fucking skin up. Yeah. Stop being a pussy. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm actually terrified of yeah. going fast in the car. I'm like, you see me in your car and I'm like, oh, oh mate. Yeah. It, we have actual fights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'll like, be like, Chance, please don't watch it. Watch the road, and you'll go, cunt. I have never <laughs> fucking had a crash. Let me do this. Like, and I'm like, just watch it. What's a road, Chance? And then it's like silent for like thirty seconds. And it's like, yeah. all right, we're friends again. <laughs> yeah, it does get can get a little heated, yeah. but I'm just. I, this is this is the, my theory. You you put yourself. In so much more danger by you yourself taking yourself out in a vehicle and driving around the streets than a professional fucking pro driver on a cert, like just an oval lap. But it's going just spinning. fast. It is. I don't but it, have a need for speed if they or couldn't, an adrenaline rush or a ride or die only when I'm in Alfonso on my own. But think about it this way it, it, if it's like they wouldn't be able to do this. Obviously, there's an element of risk with everything. But, like, 
they wouldn't be able to do it if it was that fucking dangerous. Well, they said I could go maybe twenty or thirty k slower. Than no, you. no, no, buddy, you you dropped it, you dialed it down to about one forty. That's still very fast. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. Because I know what's going to happen. You're going to get there and you're going to go suck it up, Louis. You're going two hundred and forty k's. That is exactly what I'm going to do. But Senorita doth a scare. Well, Senorita doth needs to face their fears. You know what I mean? I'll jump in a shark cage at some point in our life. You, if you know do what? This. I'm going to put you in a bath full of paper bloody knives uh, and forks. Oh, yeah, okay. See, see, that's the same thing. Yeah, You're but scared. I'd nut up and do it, even though I'd hurt well, it. I'm going to do it tomorrow, I'm but not, probably not too. Well, who knows? It could be like the wires where what I What day do. is it today? Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Who knows what could happen? Is it could be like with, when I did the flip and the wires. I could do. I could go one forty, and then next round he goes one sixty, and then I just go fuck it. Put your foot on the pedal, Bruce. Is, We're going fast. That is. Mummy's going fast. Yeah, mummy's got a need Shake for speed. Shake and bake. Mummy's got a need for speed. I'm all about family. Your mummy, by the way. That's that's what I reckon will happen. I reckon you'll like get there and you'll go wee. And then you'll be like, actually go, you can go a bit faster. But what they're going to do is they're going to ask us questions. It's like how we deal under pressure with like answering questions and Not shit. Well. So I'll be in your ear, you'll be in mine. Yeah. And you said I will likely just be crying in your ear the whole no, time. No, literally. I don't even deal with pressure when like a, a, a waiter comes over and asks what meal I want from the menu. How am I going to go with this? Yeah, that's, that is concerning. Yeah. I'm Fuck, scared. you just like stare, are you? Yeah. Fuck that shit. God, it fucking shit. I me. always um, order wrong. Oh. I always get food in me. I order some weird thing and then everyone else will come out and I'll go, dang nabbit. I just don't know how you jingle, guys. Jungle, jungle, jangle. Shippity jiggles. Jingle or jungles. I just don't know how you guys wig out some. You put too much pressure, pressure on how. Well, like, that's why we're under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, seriously, don't laugh about that. So it's really insensitive to people who are under pressure. So sorry. You know, I mean, submariners and stuff like people who are in submarines and. Um, and th- that people thing, people in work in pressurized cabins finance. in the air finance. They're under pressure. They're a under lot. pressure as well. Really the hard military. work. Dropping hot laps in a suit all day in the city. Oh, poor guys. Just going for long lunches. It's just a anno- you know it's really annoying for those blokes when it's like they've got to dial their Rolex back a little bit, like the time on it. Just that we must shit them. You know it. I, I know what it's like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine having to sit there and you're like, fuck, my roll is out. And you're going to go, oh, okay, fuck. Take a break from making $6 million a minute and like t- put it on the right time. Someone sounds a little jealous. Jealous? A little senorita be jelly. You think I'm jealous of people who have to dress in a suit and go into a building every day and talk about numbers rather than sitting here with one of my best mates and, a fucking, and you and like bloody spin yarns for a living. <laughs> I've worked in offices. This is the best. I'm not jelly. Me and I'm finance living the dream, would, baby. Me and finance would be dreadful. My boss would be like, "So Lou, how did the numbers? Um, how did the numbers go? Did you? Did you? Did we get up four million dollars?" And I'll go, "I, I accidentally put in forty thousand rather than forty million, so we're down forty million, boss." <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I've made hundred hundred and fifty thousand dollar mistakes before. Pardon? Not even joking. You sell too many billboards. Sell a lot when of I was money. working in radio, I... Excuse me, little breakfast radio oh. senior. <laughs> what have we got here? But not even Joe. Like, I've made those mistakes. What'd you do? Sell too many ads? I was working... Too much inventory? Oh, no. I was... When I was a shit kicker, 
I was entry level. So basically I would do all the admin, you know what I mean? Mm. And that means like booking the actual activity in, in yeah. and doing the material instructions. So what ads play. Um, and it was a Christmas holidays. It was like my first year in the job or whatever. And I was left to do these things that were very, very complicated for a, for a company, a big Australian company. And after the Christmas holidays, they realised that everything I'd put in was wrong. So $150,000 worth of advertising oh, so had to be... so you'd put wrong people's ads in the wrong places? I'd put the wrong ads in the wrong... T- they were super complicated, so the wrong ads played in the wrong time slot for like a two-month period. It's perfect. That's um, it's a, lot of it's a big whoopsie. Yeah, they say. The better the, t- the better whoops, the more of the you get radio wh- out of whoops. fund. You find out. Yeah, so tough stuff. You ever had anything like you ever worked in radio or anything like that um, that you could? sure if i would have mentioned my time in breakfast radio bullshit mm-hmm. you worked in breakfast. I, I was a <laughs> was a breakfast radio girl bullshit <laughs> what do you reckon the bed winners oh fuck fucking hate this job M- mate but i like the more it's the, the, yeah yeah did, did, serious note did i tell you that i also worked in nighttime radio what yes i don't know if you, if you actually have well what was the difference between nighttime radio, Lou, well, and breakfast well, judge, radio? So one of them, I believe, is is at so one's at nighttime, right? Okay, and then okay. breakfast radio. And what's that? Um, so that's nighttime what, radio. But what is that nighttime? It's usually a Monday to Friday. But what is night? Sorry, judge. Um, so usually it depends, but the show I was on was eight till eleven p.m. And that's classified as night. That, that's that's um, night time. Right. And then breakfast radio is often when um, most most people would eat breakfast. So you'd say that would be around uh, um, 6 a.m. till 9 a.m. usually. When you break your fast. You've been fasting through the night. You break that with correct. food in the morning. So you, know, you, might, you might have porridge or a bowl of special K or you might have a piece of toast with peanut butter. Or ketamine. Each to their own. And yep. that is breakfast radio. Right. <clears throat> so did you do ketamine when you were on breakfast radio? That one was not for me. More a nighttime thing? N- neither. Oh, right. You're not a horse. I'm not. That needs to be tranquilised. Yeah. It's a horse tranquiliser. Oh, okay. You're a human being. Yeah, I've just, I've just heard it. The, I, I just thought it was like recreational thing well it is now but it's used as a horse tranquilizer oh okay ketamine it's for horses right yeah sounds very dangerous yeah humans are not meant to have that humans are a wild bunch (laughs) oh i see we've horse at you uh dior's looking at us like shut the fuck up it's literally looking going (laughs) i'm not that's just how i look Oh, what, so you're traditionally bored, handsome. Bored all the time? Yeah, pretty much. This world is below me. <laughs> That's um, very good. Did you, on, honest question. So for, if you're only just tuning in, Lou did work in breakfast radio a lot. Did you prefer the brekkie or did you prefer the night? Well, I preferred nighttime because I was co-hosting. And you didn't have to get up. So I actually got to talk. Like I was co-hosting. True. So I was talking, whereas breakfast radio, I was more producing. So what were you co-hosting at night? I was. Is that in New Zealand? No, here. Where, I was but, on the Today FM night show with Danny Lakey. 
Well, oh. So I was his executive producer and co-host. Yeah, right. Yeah, but so you're doing both. I'm always a morning girl, so obviously breakfast radio. I don't think you're that sad. Morning, Mitchell. Thank you. But breakfast radio That's two. Not, no. Oh, I've missed it. <laughs> breakfast radio too early. No one wants their alarm to go off at three fifty. No. But nighttime radio. I don't want to get home at eleven or midnight on a Monday to Friday. Yeah. And then have to you know sleep until nine or eight thirty, and then start my day. Like you start your day at four p.m. Yeah. Neither was that fun to be honest. The dream would be drive breakfast drive. Sorry, I mean radio drive. Right. Drive drive radio, which is there like we go. four till six. PM. Well, they'll definitely we'll use that as something that they can cut up and here's Guys, a here's a show reel. If you're after it someone a, who's super artic- articulate. A drive breakfast radio night, night host, host. You've found them. It's us. When I used to work in a dog food factory, I used to do night shifts at this fuck it for uh, Mars Pet Care. Mm. And it it was it was it fucking it's tough. Well, it just it shift workers. I I take my fedora off to you. Yeah, I'll also also I'll tip, I'll tip the tip of my fedora to tip you. Tip of as the well. hat, me lady. It was actually grouse because I was such a bad sleeper back then that I actually didn't mind it because I was at least I was filling my time up by working. You yeah. know what I mean? But you get home at seven seven thirty in the morning then or eight o'clock, night. and then I'd like I didn't want to waste the day, so I'd sleep for four hours. You know, and get up pre midday or like lunch. And then do it all again. And it was like, it was just a weird time. But I guess it was okay because I was at uni and most fuckers are just like sleeping in, getting pissed on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it is, this is better because we can be in sync. Yes. Like normality. Shift work is tough for anyone. At least I actually got free schmackos to eat too though when I was on shift. You, those are for dogs. <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> You're a naughty little dog. So. W- would you like some Lulu go surfing? Oh, mate, I'd love that. I would love anything more. I mean, I would. You're okay. You would love it. Next up, radio. The big lights of radio for Louise and Eldon. Jesus, boys, we've got to get this chick. She's one of the most articulate podcasters out there. Get her on the fucking phone now. Well, it would be both of us. I'd love to do a breakfast night radio. But, Judge, it would be the two of us. Just the two of us. You just leave me for like... Smooth FM with like some like seventy year old old <laughs> purse old co-host. Another great articulation. Smooth ninety five point three. I was about to put my headphones on. We don't need to do that. No, we don't. It's Lulu goes surfing. Okay. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Google Surfing on Google Chrome. On Google Chrome. Okay. The first article of Dotheth Lulu Goes Surfing. Spin, spin it. Australian surfer catches incredible moment a whale slams into him on camera. You seen that? I think I have. He, Jason Breen was plunged twenty to thirty feet below the surface when a humpback whale Jesus. took him out during a surfing but season. But hold on, why was he plunged down? Because the whale landed on him, went ba boomf into the water, ba boomf under the ocean. Did it fuck him up? Well, he's alive, but he went ba boomf. If I fucking hear the word ba boomf one more time, ba boomf. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, simple minds. Mr. Breen had Mr. Breen. Mr. Breen. Mr. Breen. Had no idea his GoPro was on. Have you seen the footage, Senorita? Show me. I was about to say, would you like to watch it? Yes. Our sweet Prince Dior. Uh, on the TV, please. Th- th- 30 feet under fucking the water is terrifying, mate. What about those birds that got fucking eaten by a humpback? He put them in his mouth and then spat them out. You see that? No. Have you not seen that? Mm-hmm. Like birds or humans? Humans. Oh, okay. <laughs> did say Wait, birds. a human, a humpback whale was e- eaten by humans but no. with birds. Oh, what? Okay. All right. What? What? Okay. Okay. What what in the what what in the hizzy hizzy? Birds, birds is a term for females. Oh, females got eaten by a humpback. Well, he took him in a mouth, but they can't. They couldn't ingest something the size of a human because they ate plankton and shit. But so that, they, that bizarres me. Oh yeah, that, my that, fucking yeah. god! Oh, here we go. That bizarres her. But wait, wait, watch this, and then I'll tell you. I'll go back to my bizarre point. Well, come on, Jason, show us the humpy. Here it is. Oh, boom, ba boom. That is a baboomf. Under the ocean. But what? Because it landed on oh Jason. Oh my days. Fuck that. That gives me oh, fucking anxiety. Oh, there it anxiety. is. It's still eating, trying to hump him. Fuck, that gives me anxiety. Holy dooly. What's doing? Just dive straight on her. Baboomf. That's going to be the name of the pod. Oh, it's Baboomf. Yeah, baboomf. It's almost like the GoPro's on the whale. Reminds me of a few birds that used to have a crack at me at uni. What? Because <laughs> they jump on you. Right, okay. Arrogant <laughs> little fuck. Sorry, Judge, what I was saying, bizarre that a humpback can't eat a human when a giant python could eat us and we're just sitting in its stomach for weeks. Yeah, it's almost like they're a completely different species and have different but fucking needs and they eat Bizarre like, how you know big I mean? a mouth like can carnivals. stretch. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, trust me. It's surprised me a few times, let me tell you. I'm like, holy dooly, what's happening? It's like, you know, like a humpback's... Yeah, oh, I know, yeah. I'm with you. A humpback's ginormous and it's gone like that with its mouth. A python, quite little in comparison, and can just go, shunk, could eat me and I'd sit in his stomach for three weeks. What is your point? Big mouths. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What a point. No, you know what? You've sold me. Well, yeah, you know, guys, big mouths. Ba-boom. Next segment. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. Big mouths. Yeah. That can be our new, um, you know how in, in Breakfast Radio they go, whoosh. We We're not making a ba-boomf. Ba-boomf. We're not making a ba-boomf. I like it, Dior. Write it down. Ba-boomf. It's too close to ba-chunk. What's that? <laughs> Clearly don't listen to Hello Sport. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh. Nah, it's just a saying that Stratty sort of came up with. Ba-chunk. Well, we can have ba-boomf. 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 ba-chunk. Isn't it weird how, like, lions can, like, open their mouth and, like, don't. eat something? Isn't that weird? How weird is it? You're not very nice today. Oh, senorita. Say something nice. That dress is red. D, to be flaunted on some sort of a fucking modelling show because it looks so damn good on you. So, (laughs) crush that. I like it. Brought it back from the dead. I'm happy with it. Brought it back from the dead. Ba-boom, he crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Ba-boom. Um... I'm not sure how this how's this name of Brett. Oh, for fuck. oh my what is god! Going on? What is going on? Um, how this brand of beer is pronounced? Tisteo, the Chinese brand. Just look. Do you tell me? Just, just look. Just will know. It is. T- oh yeah, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that is it. Tisteo. Tisteo. Okay, cool. That brand of beer has responded to what brand? Don't. No, it's, it's honestly Lou. It's not funny, Josh. No, it, it is funny. Let me carry on with my story, please. Oh, my God. She's so aggressive today. A man was seen urinating into the vat at the beer factory. No. Yeah. And so it's now someone, pissed to Tao. Yeah, and someone filmed it. And so now the, the beer brands obviously had to come forth and say, yes, there was doth of piss in some of your frothy beer. You no wonder like, it was so frothy. <laughs> you just, you'd be like, whatever, mate, we're used to drinking piss. That's what we call it. You know what they should have oh, done? yeah, we call it piss. They should have been like, for people who are out there who have a urine fetish, they should have been like, you know what? Let's make hay while the sun shines here. Let's warp this into something that we can do. They're like, listen, we've got a piss-filled vat here. Anyone that's got some sort of a, a kink, all right, here's a special batch Free. of, they should call it because it's called Tistateo, Tistateo. They'd be like, this is Pistateo. And it's a fresh batch of but piss. It's, it's also the same as like you hear those things about you go and order a, a cheeseburger from McDonald's and someone spat on your your tomato, your piece of cheese. There was a bird, I'm not going to say or which pub, but back where I'm from, there was a bird in the kitchen that was doing that of a pub. Fucking scumbag bitch. That's kind of, well. For in that? Yeah, but that's it's, it must be some sort of. Gross fetish or no, no. She was just get a fuckhead. She was no. She was a oh. fuckhead. You know she was a chip people, on the shoulder. It's like people sucker. have a foot fetish. People have like weird, like it's like some cheeky thing. Like haha, got you kind no, of. No, it would be like that. It's like fuck these people. Yeah, it's despicable. Oh, it's despicable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else good. is despicable? Just despicable me, the movie. <laughs> Ba-boom. Okay, ba-boom. <laughs> oh, no. ba-boom. Okay, next, right. next headline. Couple instantly regret opening message in a bottle they found washed up on the beach. Oh, I saw this but didn't read it. What was it? <laughs> Neither am I. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, so 
Crystal and Ricky shared a video where they saw this bottle coming towards them in North Queensland. Rick's like, we've got a bottle here washed up. Looks like it's got a message. So they unscrewed it, had a look, um, and then they realised that the note said, here lies their ashes. Here lies the ashes of Jeffrey. If found, please throw a bottle into ongoing tides so I can continue my journey. So they've opened up Jeff's ashes. Ashes. And... Like, it was obviously meant to keep... But I see where you'd see a bottle floating with a note. Obviously, if you're not going to fucking read it. You'd want to grab it. So it's kind of like, it's a mixture because there's a part of you that would, would, you know, you'd see that and you'd go, well, I want to know what's in that bottle. Well, I'd want to feel like a pirate for a moment, yeah. Yeah, but now you know that it's someone's ashes. Well, I actually don't think that's that itch. I'd be like, oh, Jeffrey, continue on your journey, my friend, and throw him back in. Yeah, well, they put him back. They, They did. Yeah. I feel like, nah, I think Toby's ashes are at home. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. You guys didn't all sit around smoking Yandy and smoking Toby being like, this one for my boy Toby, man. Judge. What? I did that with Tupac. That's despitable. You should have done it with Tupac. It's despitable me. Despitable me. Yeah, that's, what do, you, what do you want to happen to you when you're fucking brown bread? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Do you not? Well, I don't want to die. You're going to? Yeah, but not for years and years. Yeah, but you will. So what do you want to happen to you? Because you can do these things where you're like fucking chuck you in a tree and you become a tree and all sorts of stuff now. You know, that's pretty cool. Become a tree. You could get taxidermied. That's what we've discussed this oh, before. Oh, like, yeah, like I said, we should have Toby on there. That's oh, what we meant to do with Gianni. We should have bought him, Judge. We should have paid half each. I have no interest well, in I should car. have just kept him. Well, well, Would well, you have put him up there with me? I'm not discussing this any further. I'm done with it. Imagine we've how, had this conversation imagine 40, how cute 40 fucking times. This, how, we have this conversation more than the breakfast radio. How, imagine how cute it would be. He just sat up there. It wouldn't be cute. Well, at first I wanted his bonnet facing us. Now I'd want that little fat ass. Okay. The little junk. So you're not so much into popping the bonnet anymore. You're more into that fat junk in the trunk of ass. I know what you mean with that because that's a term. What? Popping the bonnet. For what? I know. For what? I know. You know what? I know what that is meant for. What is it meant for? Do you know? Dale, do you know? I don't know. Please explain it well, to us, Lou. No, I won't then. What? I doth the fool not. You doth will. I won't. Well, let the bedwetters know. No, because you know what it means. I'm not going <laughs> to... No. Just some light fingering. Oh, Josh. <laughs> you've been very despicable, despicable this last two podcasts this week. Have I? Yes. Come now. There's something in your veins. <laughs> I just had a fresh hit of baboomf. Baboomf. <laughs> Imagine being that humpback whale and going, check this, boys. And there's a surfer and you're just going, wow. Check. Can Dior show us the one of the birds getting eaten? I don't want to see someone being no, eaten. No, but they, they survive. They're fine. But they're still getting mouthed by a... <laughs> Correct. They are getting mouthed by him. I'd also like to see Someone's Dior a python day. with a human inside. No, him. that's actually fucked. Is it? Well, they're dead. Well, I haven't... Oh, are they? Oh, yeah, true. No, sorry. But, take that back. 
I just want, almost want to see this, the Do you want the, size, the shape because they sit in there like the size, the shape of them. Oh, fuck me swinging. I can't this speak is, today. This is. I'm so sorry. The, do you want to know how they actually get you in there like a boa constrictor? No, I, I, actually, I actually don't. I've no, had, cannot, I, let me I've tell had you. enough of animal um, animal eatings. Well, you're the one talking about it. You're I know, but one? I take it back. It was, a, it was a slip of the tongue. Well, I'm going to tell the bedwetters. It's interesting, oh, bedwetters. When a boa constrictor gets you, when he wraps around you, they've got these tiny muscles in their like stomach, right? So every time you let out a, a little bit of breath, if you get like like that, it can feel that through its muscles and it just tightens that a little bit more until your breaths are like. So it's like a really slow death. Horrific. What do you think would be the worst death from an animal? Oh, I reckon Komodo dragon. What will they do? Or a pig, because a pig will eat you from the guts. <laughs> a wild pig will eat you from the guts. Luring the octopuses are pretty fucked. Dude, so what happened? Okay. What do they do? This is yeah, a very yeah. No, I love episode. this stuff. What, what, so sorry, bedwetters. What happens to you when, when a blurring octopus is as venom gets in you? I'm pretty sure that you're basically like completely paralyzed for about like 24 hours before you die. Oh my God. But like days. you're still like living and so oh, you can hear and breathe everything. Yeah. And well, you're no, they're tiny. Like, yeah, they're so small as well. No, but you as a human. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, it's kind of like an Irukandji. What's an Irukandji? The man? thing that stings you. They're it's like, like a the jellyfish. jellyfish. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. What do you think the worst one? Probably your own animal turning on you and killing you. Like what? Well, like if Toby attacked me. A corgi's not going to. You never know. You literally could flick it in the eye and it'd just fucking. You run hear off. horror stories. About corgi attacks. Well, not Toby's, but <laughs> other things. Maybe like something really scary, like itch, like being like eaten alive by like ants. Great one. Yeah. That'd be fucked. Ooh. This is not a fun episode. Nah, I like it. I don't. All right, let's watch these Show us the humpback and then get on the hotline. Did you see that? Oh, so it's take the bedwetters. The what, what? humpback has taken... Look, look. Whoa! Yes, dude. The woman out of her kayak Two straight into his mouth. Two of them. And they're in the fucking mouth. Do you think he's done that on purpose? No, he was coming up to get whatever the fuck he's getting. I think he was looking for the birds. And see, now look he's at all the fish and shit in the. See, all that splashing around him. Whoa, there's a guy just on a paddleboard watching these two women. See all that splashing? He's trying to get all those fishies or whatever they are. And see, the birds are still eating them, but he's it's accidentally like got. On which cartoon movie is that where they go down the um, whale's throat? Well, they live in the they go down the whale's. Oh, Pinocchio. Is it? Yeah. And he lives in there. Yeah. He goes down there, and then he's got to get his way out. Yeah, yeah Pinocchio. Are you sure it's Pinocchio? Yeah. I feel like it's Nemo. Nah, it's Pinocchio. Are you sure? Yeah. Your nose is growing. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> not <laughs> bad. Do you want to make a bet on it? Some sort of a wager. Um. Next next kebab we get Love person it. buys. I think I don't think it's Pinocchio. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is Pinocchio. Then it, yeah, it feels like there's some type of boat involved as well. Like I feel like he's down. Or there. is it the Little Mermaid? And oh no, no I think Jarch is right. Oh Damn wait wait wait. No, Pinocchio's father Geppetto is swallowed by a giant whale yes. while he's searching for Pinocchio. Uh, yes, I thought Lou was thinking of like the biblical story of Jonah and the whale. Geppetto? Oh yeah, no. Geppetto. That honestly makes me wish that I named Alfonso Al Geppetto. Isn't that a cute name, Geppetto? Come on, Geppetto. And it is like your pet. Come on, Geppetto. It running, Geppetto. Yeah, but Alfonso's better. It's a bit more sexy. 
Now, Fonzo's got a bit of like, he'd wear like a white suit with a cane. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. would, wouldn't he? Like a slick Italian Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Grey hair, slicked back, and he walks in with his cane to like the local like diner. And everyone knows it's Alfonso and kind of like scurries out of their way. <laughs> That's him. Out of the way. <laughs> he's got a he's got a pink little handkerchief out of his white yeah. thing. And he's wearing like like grey snakeskin like shoes. <laughs> That's Alfonso. And he orders like from the diner. Every morning he has the same thing. And it's like waffles and... Yeah, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that when I'm mid-story. Oh, we needed it. Wait, then we just finished what he orders. And he gets the local home diner brew, brewed coffee. You know, the one that comes out of that like clear pot that they bring over? And then he has his waffles. See, I see Alfonso more as like a, an alleyway stalker. So mm, Okay. Uh, well, that's, that's why he, he sits outside your house in Vaucluse. <laughs> what should I get Franco for his birthday? Um, maybe get him some gelato. Or a fucking... Gelato? Pizza. Just because he's Italian. Yeah, isn't that, that what you guys like? Get him a fucking... Um, what are those things? Hey, they're actually shit. They're... They're like full of cream, and they don't you fucking say that if he's listening. What is that? What cannellonis? Fucking rank. Franco's obsessed with them. Bro, they're warm. If no, you had them refrigerated, they are phenomenal. If you had them, dude, I got one. Steph no, they're like, really good. No, that no, I disagree. No, they're really good. Josh, you can put them in the fridge if you want. Yeah, but they they don't over there, bro. But you haven't so had a nice. You, you no, haven't had gross. a good one then. You I, haven't had a real Italian one. I went, when I was in Taormina, they're like, we've got to go to this cannelloni place. It's the one that everyone goes to. Everyone yeah. knows it. Went to it. Me and Steph got them. I took one bite. I was like, this is warm and rank. It's like but pastry you don't, and cream. How yeah, do you not like it? You've it's got too a, warm. It's gross. You've got a pathetic palate though. <laughs> a PP. You've got a PP. Why do I have a pathetic palate? Like you, you'd think that like a fucking olive was gross. Mate, I, I eat olives now. Oh my god, Jarch eats olives, everyone. Well, it's all about growth. Palette is growing. Fucking cannellonis suck. Perfect. All right. <sighs> you. Sorry. You nincompoop. Hey, Kim. All right. Let's see what we got here. Get down on it. Take a bag. Good morning, mummy and daddy. <laughs> Your mummy and daddy, by the way. <laughs> um, got a red light, green light for you. <clears throat> so my partner and I like to wrestle and um Ooh. I suppose that's the red light, green light, is that's what she was getting at. Wrestling, like Goana wrestling? I believe not Goana wrestling, I believe probably or just is that, wrestle. Is that another thing for sexy time? Like a euphemism. Nah. Let's see if this next one is her. Hey, fellas. It's not. Um, That's where she's ended it. So. Green. Green. Have a little tuss. Have a little tuss. Oh. Yeah. A little tussle. Yeah. A little wrestle. Do all you wrestle with the missus? Mm, nah, she would beat me. Fair. That you is. You wrestle with Steph? Oh, mate, if I wrestle with my own demons, I think I can handle fucking Steph. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Mm. <laughs> I just wrestle Kev every now and then. We know, but that's more of a love wrestle. <laughs> well, let's find this one. Well, that's why I want a rabbit. Yeah, can we discuss that? Lou wants to get a rabbit for her apartment. Imagine just a little, I'm going to call him Buster, and he'd have his little hutch on the balcony. This is the thing. And People like you that TV get rabbits, oh. it actually ends up bad because you'll get bored of it. You'll get bored of cleaning up the shit, the smell of a rabbit, the fucking piss. But he'll shit on the on he'll the balcony. Chewing, he'll be chewing shit. Imagine just watching TV and Buster's just next to me going. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a rabbit guy. Like, I'm not a big rabbit guy. Not a big rabbit guy. Okay. Are you a big rabbit guy? I'm a big, big rabbit girl. Little Buster going. He's eating a carrot. I'm eating a carrot. We're both eating kazas. We're both giggling at the Netflix series we're watching. I think you'll get bored of him. And well, it'll be too much I admin. Do, what would I do like, if I got Would you look after him and I go on holiday? No. Well, who would? It's, it's, exactly. Mm. I'm not having a fucking rabbit in my apartment. Well, I can't get rid of him once I get him. You can. I can look after him, but I'll give you that tip. Me and Lou, uh, me, me and Lou, me and Steph will be dining on rabbit stew. Oh, it's just, what? play the next hotline. That's dis- disgusting. Excuse Stop fuckers. Just listening to the app with the uh, where Jar Jar Lou about a posh Kiwi accent. She has a posh Kiwi accent. Her and her family have the poshest accent. Okay. So you're a, you're a, you got a posh. I don't think I. I think I've got a really thick bogan accent. To Do be you? Honest. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Your accents. Well, I sound the same as you guys now. I've been here for five years. Factually inaccurate. Disagree. Interesting. So you got a posh female. Hey, at? because, no, I'm thinking in my brain. I've had this before with my mate from uh, bloody Zimbabwe. One of this, this bird came over to visit me when I was over in bloody um, Ireland on a gap year. And um, she comes to visit. So she stays with me a couple of days and she leaves. And my mate Rixie, he's like, um, he's like, Jack, can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? I said, yeah. And he goes, your friend, Sarah, who came over, uh, why does she not sound like you? She sounds like an English person and you sound really harsh, like very harsh how you speak. So harsh. And I'm like, that's the difference between a posh accent and a, a bit of a bogan accent, you're mate. from the farms. He was just like, yeah, she sounded nice when she spoke, like English almost, and you sound so harsh when you speak. Kept calling me harsh. Yeah, you are a bit harsh. Interesting. But so what, so you're Sarah. So I wonder what a well, me is in your country. Maybe I'm just, because I did speech and drama when I was younger, Jack, maybe I'm just very good at articulation, articulating things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Well, if this podcast uh, has proved anything, fine. you have it's almost- been a rough day. Okay. I couldn't get my words out, like most people. By day, do you mean year and a half? I ripped my entire life. Okay. <laughs> entire life. What the fuck? Next, next. You're one. okay. Hello, senoritas. Um, I'm just ringing up just to thank Lou for giving all of us laughing snorters a platform to shine on. Um, and if you can't handle it, you can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Do you know, I got tagged in a TikTok the other day and it was like a girl and it was like girl who makes her whole personality snorting. And I literally felt personally victimised because I was like, she probably saw our reels, no, our TikToks. Yeah, 100%. And was like, that fucking snorting girl. I was like, this is perfect content. 
I'll make a whole video out of her. A hundred percent. People commenting, being like, oh my God, so true. And there's some people being like, I am this person. I'm victimised. Well, that's usually how anything that is a little divisive on the internet goes. It's either I'm victimised by it or or I am that person. I I, I am that person. Well, thank you, Lou, for giving Snorters a platform. Thanks, guys. You know, you're a Snorter from way back. Love you all. Okay, one more. Hey guys, um, I just wanted to give you my thoughts on the most recent potty, um, episode 101, I believe. Um, yeah, I was just listening to it on my way to work and I, had, I got a weird feeling in my stomach and I realised that Jarch sounds exactly like my dad sounds when he is screaming at the top of his lungs and it induced a little panic attack on my way to work. Perfect. Anyway, love you, keep busy. I, I know where was it a grumpy episode. It was a great episode. It was we I had a lot of people dare me be, me being like Mummy and Daddy argued for sixteen minutes straight. <laughs> Mummy and Daddy And it was like Jesus. There was nothing to it. There was no argument from either side. Nah, it never is. No. Can I so you know how a lot of my content, the farm content, it's relatable. People are always saying to me, they're like, it's relatable because my old man would scream like that or if this is giving me PTSD because f- fucking farming thing. I got it when I was back working with dad this week. Oh, yeah, because he's yelling at you. He, I've actually got a video of it. He's like, come on, Judge. He, well, mum got a video of it. He walked through the gate, right? He walked through the gate of the race, left it open. So when we're pushing the, the lambs up, They've gone straight through the gate and now they're mixing back with the ones that are already fucking done mm. and with the ewes. And, um, and he goes, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, the fucking gate. And I run up and I'm like, it, it wasn't me. And he's like, fuck me. Fuck me. And then just went quiet. Well, you bloody. Oh. Anyway, turns out after it's all said and done, wouldn't talk. He wouldn't talk. Perfect. Stopped talking to me. Full he was the only one going through that gate. So uh, through all the, yeah, through all the, um, the kerfuffle, I was like, fuck, did I even, why would I have opened that gate? I didn't even need to open that gate. I was like, what the fuck's going on? It was him. He did it. Did he ever own up to it? No. Nah. Oh, there we go. When Perfect. we were having Smoko afterwards, he was like, I was like, you know, that actually was you because I've never been through that gate and you were coming through it. And he just sort of gave me a smile. I go, oh, well, I don't bloody know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get the PTSD. I'm sorry. I brought that up for you. Now listen up. <laughs> Lulu's tired. We've got to get her to bed. So, see you never. 7.30 in the morning. Correct. <laughs> love uh, you guys. Love you, mate. We love you. You know, follow Lou at bloody whatever. And it's the third wave of, the third wave of Dave if you want to follow Dior on Instagram. If you um, want to follow me home from work, you're more than welcome. Volkloos is where you'd Yeah, correct. So you him. can just walk 30 metres behind me and follow me, not in a... In a friendly way. Not in a sinister way, but more of a friendly follow. You can give me a friendly follow. Yep. Hurling light insults. If, if you see Alfonso in his white suit with a little pink handkerchief. Feel free to... Feel give, free him to a, give him a wave. Feel free to, if you see Lou in Alfonso, to follow her around in, oh, in a car. Please, please. In a vehicle. Don't do that. Well, we're all about following these days. Everyone wants to get followed. So why not in real life? Mm, it feels, feels different to online. Does it? Slightly. Okay. A little bit. Uh, we'll put Lou's address in our bio so all you <laughs> tradies can go and watch her get changed in Ooh. the morning. Oh, it's my birthday month. Oh, send, send as many no, gifts. You send fuck. as many gifts as you want. <laughs> you scumbag. Judge said he was going to set up a PO box for me so you could send gifts. Da- 
This is. You did say you, you said. I said as a podcast we should get a P.O. box. You said, Lou, it's a, the perfect idea. It's your birthday soon. We must start a P.O. box for all the gifts. You've been drinking again, haven't you? Now, Just a it, few. Now, let me clarify something. Birthday month is not a fucking thing. Well, you've got a job to do after this. You've got to go to the post office and set up a P.O. box. And next podcast, I want you to tell all the bedwetters what it is and we'll get sent lots of gifts. And there might be some for you and hopefully lots more for me. Hey. You might have an office to send shit to rather than spend 300 bucks in your P.O. box. Oh. Yeah. Apparently we've got an office. Yeah, we do. We can just send it here. Yeah, Apparently we've got an office. You can send all my birthday gifts. So I'm going to have to, after this, ask Eddie and Burmo what the address is, like, every time I need to ask for it. And they say, can you, can you, can they say, can you it's save it? Can you save the, the address? It's on the door. It's on the door. That we walk through every single so, day. So we'll get that for you. And then you can, if, if you want, send gifts for, for me or maybe Jarch, maybe Kevin, maybe Dior. But maybe nah, me. I'm not cheap. I'm not a scumbag. I don't need gifts. It's not I just, a scumbag. It's my birthday. No, I'm, I just don't need anything. I need all I need from the bedwetters. Lend me doth ears, as we do this. So podcast. you could say, lend me doth money. Like, <laughs> well, that feels also more money. inappropriate. <laughs> um, anyway, fucking just seize the day and 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 cozy, cozy, kiss, kiss and love and what but, did I say the whale did to the man? Babomf. Yeah, babomf, babomf. Hooray! Ciao, ciao. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.